Come on, let's get nuts. Because I just wrote a song about how I'm going to kick all your butts. Stop him before he starts singing. In the darkest night, huh, I make the bad guys fall. Huh, there's a million heroes. Computer overcompensate. But I'm the best of them all. I'm on my way, sir. Who has the coolest gadgets? Who has the tricked out ride? All right, let me see this. May I? Yeah, you may. Okay. So, what day is that one? Is it the? 23rd? This is the twenty third. This is yesterday. This is yesterday. Right. So this is the twenty second. I want some notes. So yeah. you print this up every day. Most every day, yeah. And so to do business, you have it business. Right. It's business, not business, because yes. business is sounds very proper. But you know, I got to get my business done. B I D N E S S. So yeah, you have lots of things. I do have lots of things. Including a chicken hunt. Oh yeah, that's my birthday party. Do you want to come? On the 28th? On the 28th. It's a Wednesday, so I didn't invite a lot of Baton Rouge. I didn't invite any Baton Rouge people, I don't think. That's fair. What is a chicken hunt? Are you hunting chickens? I'm. No, I am the chicken. I am the most dangerous game. Um, <laughs> chicken. So, after... <laughs> I remind me to tell you another chicken story. But, um, no, I'm going to dress up as a chicken. And I'm going to go to a bar. And I'm gonna either tweet or huh, I should tweet because it's a chicken thing, um, or I'm gonna like send to the people. Well, that are you have to cluck. I have to cluck. Cluck. Um, a picture of myself in the bar, and the people that I send it to have to guess what bar it is. So the first picture is gonna be rather innocuous. Is gonna be maybe a picture of me like with a patron and a you know a Budweiser sign or something. The, you know it is in almost every bar. Um, and so like oh well that looks like you know the rusty nail over on John Higgins Street or whatever name the street is and so people will go there and if it's I'm there then they'll find me and then they can join me and so that I go to the next bar so more people you know it's in another picture so more people can find so you're me you're bar hopping I'm bar hopping but it's a it's a progressive party or bar hopping whatever you want to call it but yeah but I'll be dressed as a chicken so people there will be like there's an idiot dressed as a chicken um, and it's my birthday so I'll probably have money clipped to me because that's what you know you do you'll be a big chicken James I am a big chicken did you ever see like, the, the Hoboken Chicken Emergency? Did you ever read that? Hoboken Chicken Emergency? It's about a giant chicken. No. In Hoboken, New York. No. That's like, where Sinatra was from? Yeah. Yeah. It like gets loose. This kid finds a giant chicken and like it gets loose in Hoboken and <laughs> it's... Um, how, how big is giant? It's big. It's like, like seven feet, feet tall. Oh, okay. that, is, that is big. And they that's, can't find it. That's, that's bigger it's than popcorn leghorn size. And the chicken gets angry because it's alone. It's kind of like Harry and the Hendersons, but with a chicken. Oh. Uh, hey, James. Hey, Nick. James. Nick. James. Nick! Welcome to Dork! Welcome to Dork! I'm Nick Moore. I'm James Brown. And I'm Nick Moore. You're listening to Dork, episode 224? Or? Sure. I don't know. I that's don't not know. the right number. It <laughs> may be the right number. I don't know. 225 sounds better because it's 15 squared, but that's probably not accurate either. All right. So, James, tell me another chicken story. Um, just a friend of mine and I um, were at a place called Boomerang in um, Norman, Oklahoma. Actually, it was three of us. And they, the ordering system there is a little bit odd because instead of having waitresses and waiters that come to your 
you know, come to your table and say, like, would you like this? And be like, I'll have this, you know, hamburger or whatever. There's actually a phone at the table. And, like, you look at the menu, you choose somebody to, like, talk to the kitchen. You pick up the phone, it automatically connects, and you say, like, I like the uh, chicken and the burrito, and I like the, you know, the hamburger with the bacon, and I like, you know, the chicken soup. Uh, I don't know why everything's chicken, but um, my, I was, I was going to be the designated caller, and so like I was confirming all the answers with everybody, and I said, all right, Kevin, you want the hamburger? I'm going to have the the, um, the fajita, and Chad, you want the quesadilla? And he goes, chicken, which he meant he wanted the chicken quesadilla, but like it sounded like he was using the word chicken in place of the word affirmative. So ever since then, whenever you know he like wants to affirm something, he goes chicken. chicken. Yeah, I didn't say it was a great chicken story. I just said it was a chicken story. It certainly was. Yes, <laughs> it certainly was a chicken story. We, yeah, he's a nice guy, but his elevator didn't go all the way to the top. That's a solid. If you were going to tell someone the stories about chicken, then it was the story involves chicken. Yeah. So if you, I mean, it's it's like a trigger warning. Like somebody may have been molested by a chicken when they were small, or medium sized. Chicken know. chicken dicks aren't that big. I mean, you might have gotten scratched up by a rooster. That'd be pretty traumatic. Yeah, but his dick. No, no. I mean, I'm not. You don't need to use your actual genitalia in order to molest somebody. Sure, but like, if you're going to molest somebody, might as well. Yeah. You know, just add that to the mix. No moleste, no moleste. Oh, speaking of which, I'm learning Spanish on Duolingo. Yeah, Duolingo is awesome. Yeah, I know how to say um, yo como manzanas. Manzanas. You have oranges? Apples. Ah. <laughs> well. I don't know why manzanas is apples, but it is. Oh, oranges is oranges. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet. Spoiler alert. Naranjas, I think. <laughs> you're, you're spoiling the language for me. I have a, a daily Spanish calendar at my office. Oh, cool. And so every day I, I turn to my office mate and I go, today's word is a blank. And I'll, <laughs> I'll say it and then it has it in a sentence. Wouldn't it be like El Blanco? Today's word is El Blanco, which mm. I think means the white. Yeah, the white. Yeah, I, was really, I said that and I was like, that's probably actually a word. Because there's the word that bank, the word for bank is Banco. Banco. Yeah. El Banco. It's like, I understand like why the whole like stereotypical, like when you're speaking Spanish, you just put L in front of every word and then end it with O. Yeah, like sex is sexo. <laughs> is it El Sexo? Or is it last? No, it'd be el sexo. Oh, right. I think it's el sexo. It'd be like la sexa if it was feminine. Because in the Spanish section of Barnes and Nobles, they have the for dummies, and like for some reason, in all of the for in all of the Spanish sections, in all of the Barnes and Nobles, in all of the world, if you go to the Spanish section, there they have the sex for dummies, and it just says sexo. Really <laughs> big. I think it's because it's funny. Yes. So James, it's been a while. It has been a while. Um, Google. And their infinite wisdom um, decided oh, to yes. take Hangouts off of YouTube. And that's how James and I did the remotes. When James is in Nolens and I am in the murder shop, we communicate via Hangouts. And that's now true. that it's gone, uh, I have yet to figure out how to do that again. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the nice thing about Hangouts is we do it, and then it would go right to YouTube, and then I could download the MP4, and then I could put that into a, uh, you know, I could mix it on Audacity, and... Then, bada bing, bada boom, you're all, you're put it on here. AWS, and then put that on the Redstick side, and then blam, good to go. Uh, but now there's a there's a hitch in the giddy up, and I don't know 
how to fix it yet. I mean, I know there's dozens of solutions, I'm sure. Yeah. I have not found them. <laughs> well, Google has a thing about, you know, having services and programs and then not anymore. They get, they got rid of the... I mean, Hangouts still exists, but you just can only use it to, like, communicate one-to-one. You can't do the the YouTube thing. You're talking I don't about. understand why they got rid of it, though. It was I don't know so either. handy. They got, they're getting rid of Google Fusion, which is, like, a database program that we've been using at work, and so we've been doing this whole, like, switch over to Salesforce. They got rid of Google Buzz and Google Wave and iGoogle, which Jane was livid about because it's like a good like home sheet. You open your computer, you go to iGoogle, and it tells you like what your favorite blogs are doing and what particular news things are doing and what your email has, like without you having to go to each individual service. It's it was a good like RSS culmination place, and they just got rid of it. They were just like, and but the funny thing about Google also is like they give you like months in advance and they, in the case of iGoogle they give you like more than a year to tell you like oh by the way iGoogle is not going to be available starting next September but they don't say but we're replacing it with this no that's it's yeah. just gone they're just like it's gone you're not going to have this anymore or Google Google Plus or Google is it Google Plus that's gone now I think Google Plus is gone yeah and they're just like alright fuck it and, this, and Google is the company that's like hey you've got all this free storage now like they keep adding to your storage in Gmail so like they're like the storage people they have lots of places for stuff and things um what what, do you not have space for all this (laughs) handy things that people are using yeah we just wanted to like you know edge out some space in the in the cyberspace with with, uh, the hangouts thing and then we take it away and give everybody free empty space yeah they're basically like build it's like if they were real estate people they would like be building buildings and then knocking them down and making car park car parks why did I say that? Am I English? Parking lots. They'd be making parking lots. They would build lots of buildings and then tear them down and make them parking lots. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think they've given up on the whole, like... I don't know what they've given up uh-huh. on a lot of things. The, pre- okay? the pretense you? that, like, you are the product. Like, yeah. that's that's a given. You're the product. If, you, yeah. if you're not paying for it, you're the product. And they've just given up on, like, you know what? We're tired of giving you products. Just... Do Google, but they like make new things, like sometimes. I mean, it's been a while since they've made something like really significant and new that I know about. But in like they just like have things and they just get rid of things. I don't know. I will be fucking mad if they ever get rid of Google Docs, though. Yeah, yeah. That's I have more in Google Docs than I was aware of. <laughs> like I opened it the other day and I was like, shit! I put all this stuff in here. I did. I forgot it was there. I'm yeah. glad I checked. Yeah. Oh, I have a short story. I wrote in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I did have one. I was like, oh. It was like a story about my young freaky samurai mushrooms, which were a parody of my, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had, I have four chapters of a novel I started. Oh. That I forgot about. I was like, I popped it open. I was like, oh, this is kind of neat. I wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, the other thing was um, Picasso, which was a really good uh, photo management thing. Besides, like, you know, incorporating, like, whenever you had photos taken from a source and it brought it to your computer, um, which is what Google Photos does now, but the, when you want to create a collage, it had, like, so many different options. Like, you could, like, make a, um, like, put in a photo and then, like, make it look like it was, like, an old-timey photo, like, individually, because you put, like, each new photo in and make it, like, give it a white border, give it, like, a Polaroid border, and, you know, it was just really good and intuitive, and, like, you can't do that with Google Photos right now. 
they're, they have, they're, you can like make a collage, but it's like give us two to nine photos and we will make a collage for you. Boom! It is here. It is all right angles. I was like, motherfucker, this is not what I want. But I'm not bitter. It's fine. Speaking of things you don't want, Bronco broke. God damn, fucking Bronco this season. Jesus. Bronco has been eating it, oh, and I think God. it's because a lot of people have been like. Bronco is unstoppable. Wait, no. If you just go around to the side there. We got it. Yeah. Well, Bite Force, okay, Bite Force has been able to figure out a way to beat pretty much anybody. So it's not really surprising. It was surprising that, like, in the first two seconds of that fight, Bite Force was like, oh, and, like, ate, ate the front of the machine so you couldn't flip anything. Yeah. Um, but then when it fought, I don't even remember who it fought because it defeated itself. It's free shipping. It was fucking free shipping. It was free shipping. Which yeah. is, you know, an impressive piece of machinery to like and, watch uh, and Gary the much beloved driver yes he's really cool Gary Jin Gary like Jin. I, yeah. I, I've seen all the guys with just the shirt with Gary's face on it <laughs> and I totally get it I'm like that's that's a face that belongs on a t-shirt he's yeah. just and he seems like such a nice guy and he goes into every fight like I'm gonna lose but yeah, whatever I'm look right. at all the fire yeah and he did that too <laughs> that, that fight between free shipping and Yeti where they were both just like tearing each other apart yeah. that was like wonderful um, and they, they both like that's that's what it's about. Like you just go in full tilt, like aggressive aggression turn to turn to ten, and just rah, 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 right at each other. Explosions, fire, yeah. things flying around the battle But yeah, but then like he fights Bronco, and Bronco's like, I'm gonna flip you, and like maybe flips him once, and then and the arm broke, and then the arm broke. Like Bronco, I couldn't even tell what was I was looking at for a second there. Yeah, I I thought that like I was like, wait, did it snap at the weld? And it looks like that the arm they can swap that out, and whatever yeah. for whatever reason they didn't. Mount it right, or the bolt snapped, or something. Yeah, the but actual mechanism that makes the thing go flipping, like broke the actual arm that does the flipping. So it just—I don't know. It's like if you like throw a baseball really hard, and your um, yeah. forearm snaps in the middle of in the middle of your throw. Your elbow comes loose. Or your elbow comes loose. You're like, I've hmm. actually seen a slow motion of a pitcher. I don't want to hear about this. He's pitching and his wanna... elbow just hey, his Spotify. His arm just gets of, longer uh, and longer. A, what was the name of that group? Like the the. The greatest bits, they do like a lot of eight-bit songs, and they do them instrumentals. Yes. That's really nice. I like that. Why do you have Spotify open? Because I was trying to remember what I was listening to on the way here. Because I was listening, I was when I'm, I was driving with my guy. He's like two years old. He's my nephew. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he was in the car. I was trying to remember who was in the car with me. He's a two-year-old. He lives with me. Yeah, nephew. Um, and I was. Oh, I don't listen to. It's a very deceptive midget. He's <laughs> been mooching off of this. Yes. I really likes Cheerios. For some reason, he keeps calling me Uncle Jamie. <laughs> Uncle Jamie. Uncle Jamie. Please I would you, like some juice. Please pick up a fifth of scotch on the way home. Yes. Uncle Jamie. Uncle Jamie. And some Cheerios. Well, why? Why is there pubic hair when I'm changing your diaper? It doesn't make sense. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Quit asking dumb questions. <laughs> and he pisses on you. Yes. That's I would my... like to breastfeed now. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> On you, Uncle Jamie. Uh, Get them tits out. Nice. Mm. I'm going to give you a hard pass on that one. Give me some hard nips. Anyway, so I've been listening to... I don't always listen to like the music I want, because like, I don't always know that it's appropriate to listen to Metallica when I'm with him. Although I was singing uh, Disposable Heroes to him in the kitchen earlier, and that's, you know, I don't know. Bodies fill the fields I see, hungry heroes in. Um... And he enjoyed that, but I didn't want to necessarily play the original songs for him. So a lot of times I'll play like lullaby versions of Metallica, and then like when I drop them off, I'll switch back to regular Metallica. But on the way here, I was like, you know, I like video game music. He's okay when I play it. So I was playing some remakes of some, you know, typical songs. I wasn't playing the actual like NES version eight bit of it. But then I found this group that like I hadn't heard of before. 
Like, I've, I mean, I've listened to the one-ups and Vomitron and everything, but the greatest bits is not bad. And they've done a shit ton of different albums on, like, you know, Metroid, Castlevania, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mega Man 2. Mega Man 2. Which is in my favorites of video game music, Mega Man 2 soundtrack. Uh, it's good at work. Which was an article I posted on the Facebook page about how the best music to listen to when you want to be productive is video game music. Yeah. And it makes sense because it's designed to be motivational, mm-hmm. but not a distraction. And so the I think the most motivational, like, gotta get work done track is going to be for Mega Man 2, uh, Dr. Wally Stage 1 through 3 music. Because it's the one that starts off. And then repeat. I'm probably even more familiar with that. I never played Mega Man when I was growing up. Because I never owned an NES. My cousins owned it. So like, whenever I was there, it was like, I have to like choose what either what they weren't playing or if they weren't playing. But like, so I had less freedom when it came to NES. But that music I know more from the version from uh, Video Games Live than anything else. Mm. But um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Because yeah. I remember specifically when like they started playing. All right, we're gonna play this song. This, this song. This is from the game that we, the second most requested game, and this, this is from Mega Man. And everyone was like, yeah. So at the end of the concert, they were like, and finally the most requested, and it's like Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger. Yeah, and that was just pretty good. But it, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I gotta get this done. Yeah, I got. I have both of those games on my phone: Mega Man Two mm. and uh, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, I've never played either of those either. I've listened to a shit ton of versions of the music. One of the first um, OC Remix album I listened to was um, a Chrono Cross or Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger. I can't tell you like because like I know these these songs like they go together so much. Like when people do like Chrono Trigger music, they also do Chrono Cross music for the most part. So I can tell you this particular track from Chrono Trigger. Or from this particular one, but like I've heard a lot of different versions of the music from that. Well, Mega Man Two is a perfect platformer. Like the Mega Man series is a fantastic series of platformers, but Mega Man Two is just like it's one. If you're in a waiting room, you can go ahead and knock out a couple levels. Oh, like oh. it's got that thing to it. And when I first played it, when I was little, like I didn't realize that you were getting all the weapons and that each weapon had a purpose and that but now that I've got it all memorized and I know oh we start here blah 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 blah, blah it's almost like it's masturbatory it's like, <laughs> it's like we're going to beat Metal Man and then we're going to go beat Bubble Man and then you know you just and bah, use bah, the things bah. you got from Metal Man to beat Bubble Man yeah yeah essentially or, yeah Metal yeah. Man I always start with because he gets he has the giant saw blades that you throw and it's just the best yeah and if you tap the thing, you go, do, 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 and it'll hold the blade right here, so you have like a little saw thingy, and cool. then you let it go. It's a glitch. <laughs> but. Yeah. But yeah, I was listening to a lot of the greatest bits on the way here, and I'll listen to a lot when I'm on the way back, because I can get through all of it. I was, I like queued up like seven albums, and then, you know, I got through like three. Dude, I started playing, so uh, the when you have the PS Plus, um... Oh, like the network yeah. uh, subscription thing? Yeah, it gives you two free games a month, and they're usually pretty good. Like, oh. They're pretty decent. I had one queued up from a while back. That it was the Telltale Batman series. So it's five chapters of... Like, Telltale is the ones where you... Yeah, I, I've heard of Telltale games before. Yeah, you play... Which, how, how old are these? This was a couple years old. Okay. Like, but you... With the Telltale games, you're playing a story, and mm-hmm. you get to make choices as you go along. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. Like, so, I've, yeah, I've heard about the Wolf yeah, Among like, Us, for example, but yeah. Yeah. Wolf Among Us, they did a, a Walking Dead. 
but the choices you make affect the story and the way people react to you. And so I had the Batman one queued up the first chapter, and they dropped all five chapters for free. Nice. Yeah, it's it's really generous. Um, it was enough to get me out of Borderlands because I've been playing Borderlands for like a month and a half because they dropped <laughs> the Handsome Collection, which is uh, two games and all the DLC, and it's just it's incredibly generous on their part. But they did it because Borderlands Three is coming out. Mm. It yeah. doesn't matter anyway. Um, but it's a really good Batman story. Like it takes place as he's like he's Batman. He's got all the equipment, um, and like he's starting to build the relationships. Like he first meets Catwoman. He's he's building oh. the relationship with Gordon. It's like a Batman Year One kind of thing. Yeah, um, and like the Penguin has come back to town. Like he and Oswald were friends and when they were little and huh. Oswald's family was like ruined and Oswald went off to England for boarding school and now he's back in town and looking to take over and you, you know you're dealing with Falcone and you're you're Harvey you're helping Harvey Dent with his mayor campaign and stuff like that so you spend a lot a lot of time if not more time as Bruce than as Batman hmm. uh, and it makes for a really interesting Batman story like I kind of dig I think at this point Batman is like we all know the story, we all know the, the yeah. basic story of Batman. We all know his rogues gallery, and at this point, it's such a part of the lexicon that you can do things like Pennyworth, the show, yeah. where it follows Al- Alfred. And you're like, well, this is kind of interesting, or like Gotham, right? Which isn't canon, but it's still a fun twist. Like there's so many alternate Batman stories out there. Yeah, I mean the characters existed for 80 years at this point. Yeah, I think that in the story, right, one of the Batman stories now. Bane's taking over Gotham. He's got his own police force, and he's got Batman working for him. And it's the Batman from the alternate timeline where Bruce got killed and his dad yeah. became Batman. Oh yeah, and that's the Batman that it's Thomas that Wayne Bane yeah. is working with. And yeah, like well, spoilers if, you, <laughs> if, if you're going to read it. But like, yeah, he's got he warns the Bat family if they come back to Gotham, then he, it's going to cost them. And Damien, you know, his son yeah. with. Uh, Tilly Al Ghul um, decides he's going to take on Bane or take on Thomas Wayne and he goes to fight him and gets his ass beat and then Thomas Wayne takes him back to Wayne Manor where Bane is and he's got Alfred tied up and he breaks Alfred's neck kills him and he's like see like I told you it was going to happen but we don't need him anymore because now we have another hostage and it's (laughs) Damien and you're like oh no but like it's Again, that's not like, I mean, it's canon, I guess, because it's, but it's so fucked up and crazy, and they're going to reset it anyway. Do what you yeah. want. <laughs> so what Telltale's done is is very enjoyable, and you you get you're playing more of Batman as a detective, yeah, than as you know in Arkham Knight where you're just punching people. Yeah, you know they did, they tried to do like a, some of the detective stuff in the whole Arkham uh, series. Yeah, I played. I mean, I remember when I played the first Arkham Asylum game, and they were like, you know, you have to find these footprints by using this, you know. Uh, Laser stuff, or you know, like put out, you know, these goggles that like give you like special vision to detect certain chemicals in the air, or whatever. Like they yeah. tried to put it in that in there, but that was that was not as satisfying as it sounds like the Telltale game would be. Yeah, it, it, because you're you're like okay, it's not gonna it's not gonna be as action heavy, but you can like pick, like you'll be like scouting a warehouse and you see bad guys in it, and you say okay, this is how I'm going to. He'll he'll plot out a a plan. Path. Yeah, and then you say okay, and then you execute the plan, and you kind of. You have to do button presses at the right time and stuff to make sure it works out. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's it's a very like I'm sitting there watching and I'm like I'm I don't feel deprived that I don't get to punch people at will. 
Yeah. I'm just w- watching a really good not, Batman story. That's not the epitome of Batman. Like, if you just want to punch things... If Batman just went into and just said, I'm just going to punch everything, I mean, he would get pretty far, but, you know, he's also human. Yeah. So, like, the best way to do things is, like, you know, to, like, stack the stack the odds in your favor as much as possible. Sometimes that's being more sneaky and more stealthy, and sometimes it's, like, you know, using the fucking gadgets and, like, gassing everybody. I mean, he's not he's not Superman. He just can't go in there and just be, like, punch, 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 kick, punch. It's all in a mine. If you want to test me, I'm sure you can find me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Had a parappa moment. <laughs> you have parappa moments. It's when your brain like flips off. You're like, oh, we're falling into the groove. <laughs> hey, can you talk about Batman for like two minutes while I pee? I can. There's, uh, there's a blue bucket like right there. I yeah, but I can't. I can't <laughs> go while you're watching in the blue bucket because um, it's not my pee bucket. It's not your pee bucket. No. Okay. I'll be right back. That's cool. So I mean, I'm drinking more because I'm trying to like trying yourself? to lose weight. Yeah, and um, it's. So I've been drinking a lot more liquids, which I'm supposed to be doing anyway because I'm diabetic. But since I have started drinking more, I have to pee more, and I have to go do that now. I'll be right back. You know, there's an entire world out there. It's raining. So Stop. right now, if you just pee in the driveway, it's going to you know flush itself down. So I could talk about Batman, or I could share secrets about Nick. Did you know that Nick lost his virginity when he was 12 to a pillow? It's true. Um... But anyway, about Batman, it's it is neat that like there are different incarnations of Batman. We just accept, and you don't have to have like this whole continuous story because if you try to do like a whole continuous story with Batman over the course of eighty years, I mean, it's either going to be a life that is incredibly busy and he never gets to like even sleep because there's like adventures happening all the time and he's like you know in like four or five different um, you know comic series each week or each month you know like detective comics and batman and all-star batman or whatever but um the important thing is like you know people know the story and you can like manipulate that and it doesn't always have to be like oh if the joker dies then he's permanently dead um or if the joker's like put in prison it you know it doesn't have to make sense he doesn't have to like spend six weeks in arkham healing everything before he like comes up with another plan and he's like ready to go Manipulating the you know the fictional world of, that is Batman or the fictional worlds that is Batman that are Batman that make up the Batman conception it works with everything. I mean the reason why we accept um, James Bond like different people being James Bond is because oh if we tie James Bond to the concept of Sean Connery then at this point James Bond is like eighty six years old and he's retired and we you know there's no point in like rehashing anything and you'd have to like make up stuff. In order to like say like oh but we forgot this one adventure that he had back in 1973, the point of doing that would be there's no point in doing that. We enjoy fiction because it doesn't have to make 100 complete sense. Within each story, it has to be coherent. But the character as an archetype does not have to exist continuously along with real life. So that is why it's okay to reset the James Bond timeline. It's okay to reset the Batman timeline. We can do that. I mean, it works with everything. If we just had, like, you know, if you know Optimus Prime came to Earth in 1984 and he, like, has been here for 40 years or however long it's, that is, 30 years, 35 yeah. years, then, you know. Well, like, in this, the Telltale Batman, everybody has smartphones, so it's taking place now. Yeah. And I love what they've done with the Batmobile. Like, it's... The Batmobile, like, at one point he's, he pulls up in this red, like, Lamborghini to, like, some function. 
and afterwards he goes to get in the car and uh, Alfred's like, hey man, you, we, we need, need to, that's not how Alfred talks, but he's like, <laughs> hey, hey, he's hey, like, Master Bruce. Like, you'll need to change into your suit for this particular thing. He's like, well, I'll change in the car. And he hits a button and the Lamborghini transforms into a Batmobile. Like it changes oh. color and like wings pop out and then the back bumper lifts up and it's got the rocket and you're just like, ah, it's really cool. Like the Incredicar. Yeah. Yeah. I think they stole it directly from, <laughs> from there. But, um, but yeah. Speaking of James Bond, you saw there's going to be a new 007 because James Bond is, he's not particularly, he's not in MI6 anymore. Right. And so they have a new 007 because somebody takes his number. Right. And it's a black woman. Yes. I've and heard so this. Yes. A double, so she's going to die. <laughs> like, Why do you think so? Well, because James Bond is 007. Also, she's a black woman. They're going to murder her. Like, it's going to happen. No. No, Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. Like, what we are going to do is we are going to get together and we are going <laughs> to... Yes. No, I don't think so. It's like, what was the one? Octopussy? Where 006... Uh, it's the, like trying to steal a Fabergé egg and he's dressed like a clown and he just, gets murdered. Yeah, and he has, he has balloons. I remember that. Yeah, you can't... It doesn't matter who they put there. They're toast, but... You think James Bond's going to come back is what you're saying? I think James Bond's like... He's like... I think it's going to be an experiment. Like, you know, like the direct, the, the people making the movie are going to be like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. We're going to have a new 007 and she's going to, like, you know, seduce some men and, you know... Probably toast. Gonna, she's toast. She's gonna, she's a, no. I'll put a 20 on it. I'll put a... Nineteen ninety nine on it. Fair enough. All right. Let me shake. Um. So did you see Disney's announcements yesterday? I <clears throat> saw that there were announcements. I didn't actually get to see the video for the Mandalorian. Dude. Oh. It looks good. It does look good. I watched I the trailer <laughs> for the Mandalorian, which dropped yesterday, and yeah. dude, 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 talk about it. It looks good. Okay, thank you. If you like, like I want to, so. It's you know he's a bounty hunter, and they've got Werner Herzog in it, like just like bounty hunting is a difficult business or whatever his weirdo <laughs> accent is. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But um, you see him just this particular Mandalorian. I don't know his name, but he's going around being a badass. But they had IG88 in it. Oh. Okay, and you know IG88, you just see him in that like one scene where he's and hey, here's on the, the Star Destroyer. It's like no disintegrations. Yeah. yeah. And you're like with this, and it's a mock-up. They just used the parts they had. And made a robot because that was what the budget was, right? Right. And it's like his name's IG88, whatever. And there've been tons of stories written about all the bounty hunters and all that. Like there's a there's a there's a collection of short stories that's just about stories from different bounty hunters. Yeah. I and then there's that. like whole stories. Well, I bought that and then read the Boba, Boba Fett stories. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, well, if you want to catch up real quick on all the bounty hunters that are there, uh, MC Chris did a song for each of them because he did oh. Fett's vet. Yeah. I'm Boba the Fett. Yes. Well, he did like IG88, 57 Chevy, and, <laughs> and Bosk on a Segway, and oh, I thought uh, they all have GM cars. Though. Yeah, no, they all have they all have different vehicles. Um, but so they show IG88 just like slaughtering motherfuckers, and you're like, holy fuck! You remember in um, Rogue One when they had the the I forget the, the robot's name, the, the droid oh, that was like the um, assassin bot. Yeah, Alan Tudyk's voice. Yeah, um, you see him like killing people, and you're like, he's just coldly efficient yeah that's what IG-8 is he's like getting surrounded people are coming out all over and he's just like pop, 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 pop. he's like not even looking and his like little robot arms can like flip backwards and stuff and he's yeah. just blasting people and I was just like holy shit this is gonna be so much fun I'm in I'm in I'm in so yeah 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 that looks good so they they you know we knew that was coming but then they announced three new series oh 
Miss Marvel. Okay. Who's not Captain Marvel. She's right. the little Muslim chick that can yeah. stretch and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then She-Hulk. You said Disney, and I was thinking um, Star Wars for some reason. Well, no, it's, yeah. because it's Disney I, no, Plus. No, 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 I know. Well, yeah. you said, yeah, I heard about She-Hulk. I heard. I mean, I haven't like actually seen like the you know imagery and stuff. It's it's just and it's like the Hulk, is the but Falcon? then they wrote She over it. Yeah. <laughs> Real big. <laughs> and they have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but we already knew about that. Yeah. But the other one they announced was Moon Knight. Ooh. They're gonna do a Moon Knight series, <laughs> uh, which if you wanna, you wanna, if you guys are familiar with Moon Knight, it, you, what are we fucking on? You guys know Moon Knight. <laughs> Moon Knight's Batman in white and kills people. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's like it's he has batarangs. Instead of batarangs, they're shaped like a moon. Yeah, like and they crescent. just they stab, and he's he's not there to like. I must capture them alive. Like, nah, fuck everybody. Nah. He's a former marine. He doesn't care. Yeah. Everybody dies. <laughs> not everyone really lives. Mystical, but everybody dies. I have mystical Egyptian powers and murder. <laughs> I've got so, murder on my side. That's, yeah. his, that's his theme song. Murder on my side. I knew it's like a opening of an 80s action Moon show. Night. Slide oh, across the hood of his car. <laughs> I was picturing like a James Bond thing. Like, you know, Moon Knight. Because it almost sounds like Goldfinger or something. Or something you could hear Shirley Bassey sing. The Moon Knight. He likes to kill, to kill with an Egyptian touch. So, remember in Goldfinger when uh, James Bond is tied to the plate and the laser is going up toward his crotch yeah and he says do you expect me to talk no mr bond i expect you to die yeah everyone knows that part so if you know any part from goldfinger that's the part so you you know how they did that they actually had a laser pointing at sean connery's crotch no they, so he's laying on a metal panel and they had a guy underneath it with an acetylene torch a cutting torch oh cutting up <laughs> through the metal toward sean connery's actual dick and balls dick and balls and then they balls. added the laser in post yeah they animated it so he's laying there, and there's heat coming towards his dick. Like that was like when you see him start to go, uh, 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 Goldfinger, Goldfinger. I've, I've got something else to say. Uh, 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 I, I, I know where the, the body's been. Yeah. Please stop. Yes. Please, uh, folks. Yeah, you folks. want you want the golden dead place. I forgot how he talked his way out of it, but he he said something that was interesting enough to Goldfinger to make him stop. It was something about the uh, oh he he mentions the code name of his project. Yeah. And or Goldfinger. This is about like, this is about strawberry blonde, isn't it? Yeah. Hold on, no, that's not how. Goldfinger yeah, he should have killed him. Yeah, that's always the answer. They always they should always just fucking shoot him. That's always the answer, but it's never what they do. Like that's the trope of the James Bond entire series and like action movies in general. It's like if you just like, well, let's just shoot him. But if he knows something, well, then he'll he'll be dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Well, well, how do we find out what the government knows? Well, they'll send somebody else. Yeah. And we'll ask if, that if guy. they if they send somebody else, then we'll know that they know that we they know. There we are. We'll know where they know. You know what's funny about it's? I mean, I may I mentioned this, but um, the the symbol right here on your T thing that means T. Mm-hmm. Um, cha. Oh yeah, cha. And do you know what the color the color? Do you know what the word for brown is in Japanese? It's chaido, which literally means the color of tea. Huh. Yeah. Well, it's like our word orange. Yeah, it means orange. Yeah, <laughs> which are orange. But actually, the color came first. Color orange came before the... Uh, the word orange? Before we started calling it orange. Yeah, well... Because I mean, not color, everybody calls colors, it that. I mean, colors just existed before him. So, I mean, colors existed before words did in general. Yes. <laughs> That's sorry. true. I'm sorry. I'm fine. And, I, I mean... Like, there was a guy I used to work with who was Venezuelan, and he was talking about lemons and limes, and he said, there's limons and limon verde. I'm like, wait, you just call them green lemons? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, there's limon and limon verde. I'm like, but it's not. 
like this lemons and limes are two different things. And he's like, eh, that's what we call them. It's green lemons, man. Yeah. What do you, you and your I oranges? Because they have the same close. thing. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. No, 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 The manzanas. No, it's apples. It's apples. And we're back. Yeah. And we're black. And I'm black. And I'm bad. We're back and I'm mad. I'm fine. Am I? No. Every time I say I'm fine at work, my boss is like, no one believes you. <laughs> so how is work going, James? It's going well. It's busy. All right. Good talk. <laughs> no, I work. For, I mean, I told you I work for the Louisiana Dental for the Humanities, this, which is not a sponsor or an endorser of the show. Um, <laughs> In case you thought, and they were sponsored thought. by the Louisiana Dental for the Humanities. It's yeah, it's a literacy program, and we talk about books and things yeah, you read. We do. Oh, there's another article I posted this week about that. About when you listen to an audiobook, it um, activates the same part of your brain that is activated when you read a book. Oh. Uh-huh. So it's the same thing. It Reading is. or listening to a book, it's the exact same shit. Except in one, you have your hands free. So you can exactly. masturbate. You can masturbate. Well, without, every, without having to turn pages. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about like, you know, listening to um, uh, Dresden Files. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just on. Holy shit, hellhounds. Watch a Langatory. Holy shit, heckhounds. Um, I don't know why I used the Sean Connery voice in the middle there. That was weird. Michael Carpenter would not talk like Sean Connery. So, if you know Harry Dresden books, so like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he wouldn't. Um, he's from Chicago. Yes. Um, so yeah, I about a, say three weeks ago, my boss came up to me and was like, "Hey, sorry, I've like, got lines from the Untouchables going through my head because you said Chicago." Anyway, three weeks ago, your Chicago boss. way. <laughs> um, no, my boss, I walked into his office, and my boss has us go into his office every morning. When you, as soon as you get there, just pop in and say hi. Because we've had a couple of employees that didn't show, show up, up to work because they were dead. And so, he, ever since then, he's been like, just like, come in and say in hi. in the last couple of weeks? Eight years ago. Oh, yeah. But You're like, like, at the same time? No. Oh, yeah. But he just likes people to check in. And he's yeah. like, say hi. Uh, and I resisted it for a while because he's like, I'm not coming in and kissing his fucking ring every fucking morning. That's, I was wondering if you were like kissing rings or, you know, giving him the old. It just felt like that. And, hand job. and I was like, ah, it's this thing, whatever. So I've gotten over it. It's me. It's, you know, I'm a dickhead. So, like, I was just like, ah, I'll do it. So, anyway, it doesn't matter. I pop into his office and he's like, hey, Nick, uh, come in. So, like, hey, what's up, man? Because usually when he's like, oh, come in, he's got something, like, it's, what he's saying is, I've got a shitload of stuff waiting for you. Or yeah. it's not, it's not he's going to fire me because he sends someone else to do that <laughs> twice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's still there. Anyway, Wait, he he sent people to fire you, and you like got rid of them. No, I got laid off twice. Well, by this guy. For the, by this guy, once was last year, and uh, I forgot April, your convoluted April. trip. But yeah, yeah. Um, before that was like I had worked there for like a year. I was still in college, and I was. I think I knew about this one. Yeah. Well, so I was. It was during the summer, and I was taking six hours of summer classes. And I was taking nine hours of correspondence classes. Oh. Because I wanted to graduate in the fall. Yeah. And so they're like, well, you can, but you're going to have to do, you have to take six hours of summer classes and nine hours of correspondence classes. And six hours of summer classes is equivalent. It's like half the time. So you spend twice as much time in class. So that's the equivalent of taking. Three, three hour classes a week, I think. Yeah. It's like 12 hours of class plus nine hours. Well, no, it's three two hour classes. Three of each. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's essentially, it's like 12, it's it's like in the fall, that would be 
you know, like taking twelve hours. No. So it was yeah. anyway. It was it was a lot of coursework. Yeah, it's twice as much class time and half as much. But I was still working full time. Yes. yes. So I would come That's in. That's a lot. Yeah. So I would get in there at like, I get to work at one, and would stay away after everybody else to do all that other stuff, and then I would do my correspondence work. So I was leaving at like one o'clock in the morning, because I was writing three three page papers a week, uh, or three six page papers three times a week to handle my it was a it was a crazy summer that's a lot it was a lot um and so you got fired so my boss didn't like me being there late because he's he's kind of like uh any crazy boss on a sitcom where you're like oh what a wacky guy it's kind of like my boss is where he's just like ah i don't like him being so it canned me but that's how i met carol because Cause the, she's the one he sent to fire you? No, I went and bartended at the hotel where Carol was working, oh. and the bar was always slow, so I hung out and flirted with the chicks working the front desk, and one of those was Carol. Oh. So that's how we met. And then y'all got married. And then we got married. Yeah. And then I worked at the zoo, and then I went back to ISD, which is where I work now. Still. Yeah. Anyway, so I go into my boss's office, and he's like, hey, come here. <laughs> so it's obviously not to fire me, as I previously explained. Right. Um, he's like, hey, um, drones. I said, what? He goes, yeah, you have a drone, right? And I was like, yeah. He goes, okay, I want you to look into us using drones in our business. It's like, okay. He goes, all right. So that's my thing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm, You're the head of the drone people. Drone drone division. You're the drone master. Which is me. Yes. But so like I got... You're an army of one. So I've been looking into that. Yes. Um, and it's well, crazy. The funny thing is you mentioned that last time. Oh, did I? <laughs> Because well, you told me. I, mean, I don't. We don't have a lot of conversations besides on here. But that's fair. Yeah. But yeah. So we're doing that. We yeah. It's crazy the shit that people are doing with drones. Like, like all sorts of things that I never thought of. Um, so that what I'm saying is I'm going to start monitoring you with a drone. Okay. So just pretend to just ignore it. Okay. Um, but I mean, unless it flies into my house, I'm not really going to be concerned about you. Like it doesn't. It's got a thermoptic camera, so it can see through everything. Oh. Um, but thermoptics, thermoptic, thermoptic. Yeah, yeah. That but, was the kind of camouflage that they had in Ghost in the Shell. That's where I heard that word before. There you go, thermoptics. Yeah. Um, but um, Batman uses drones in <laughs> the, the Telltale, Telltale game. game. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> he has one that goes out and it's like, we'll like monitor the. You fly it around and like make your game plan. But he's got another one when he's just wandering around looking to like pick up chemical trails and stuff, and he reaches back and just pops it off his belt and it unfurls <laughs> and I was like that's kind of crazy that that he would have but DGI makes one <laughs> called the Mavic Air that would actually fit on a, a, a belt utility belt yeah. yeah so I'm thinking about getting it just so I can have it on my belt at all times because it's a little bit bigger than my phone does it does it pop open and fly in the air before it hits the ground can you just like kind of like do toss that. it into the air yes that is that's boss I don't usually use that word because it's kind of weird, but that is boss. I'm gonna have it to just do things. Yeah, I don't know what, but I've been getting really into like my my brother-in-law got me really into automating the house, like putting all sorts of smart shit into it. Yeah, because um, I've had a dot for forever. I've got one in here. Oh, I'm not Google gonna dot? I'm not gonna say oh, the, the bitch's name echo, because it, she'll uh, yeah, it's the Amazon a, dot. Yeah, the echo, yeah, they call it the Echo dot. Yeah, um, and so I've got like a bunch of them set up in the house now, and like smart plugs and light bulbs and things. And I was like, worried about like integrating Carol with it, but after I did one thing, where she could tell the lights to do stuff, she just started yelling at all the stuff in the house. <laughs> the way you said integrating Carol with it, like yeah. the, now she's part of the system. Mm-hmm. Like Carol, turn on. <laughs> right. It's very much like that. Yeah. 
where like if this is going to work she's got to be on board but she's so far ahead of me that she's talking to the things that i haven't made smart yet oh and she's like why does not the door open yeah she's like why doesn't this work i'm like well you have to put in the infrastructure to make it do that 175 degrees and now she's like, can we just get a smart TV so I can quit using the remote? I'm tired of hunting around for it. It's been a month. <laughs> she's like, this, anything I can't talk to is stupid. So let's get on with this. Have she's you, like already on the Jetsons. She's do like you, that do you use any of that stuff? Me? Yeah, do you have like a, any stuff you can talk to in your house? Not really. Um, at the office, we have a Google Home. And you just it doesn't. It's not connected to lights or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend, my... Uh, basically brother-in-law that i left just left jojo with mm-hmm. like his whole house is it's like um hooked up but he has like certain names for like sets of lights so he'll yes. be like google turn down squirt and then like the lights in the lo- living room go down mm-hmm. um so like I'm, i've seen it in action i just i haven't welcomed it yet into my home although since jojo my nephew um that lives with us like stays with um my brother uh, his uncle so often and they like talk to google all the time um and they also have cats uh, he has thought he's equated the cats with the Google. Okay. So he'll if he sees a cat like in a book and like say, "Hey Jojo, what's that?" And he's in, instead of saying that's a cat, he'll say, "Hey Google," <laughs> and start like, telling the cat to like turn down the lights and stuff. Yeah, you don't think about it, but like kids accept the technology is just always being. You know, they just like yeah, this is yeah. a thing that happens. Um, I was reading a book on. Uh, it, it was written by a futurist. One of those guys who's like, this is, you know, he's predicting what things are going to be like in like 15 years. Mm. And he's been pretty dead on. He's like Ray, Ray Kurzweil, who is like, he, he hasn't predicted everything correctly, but a lot of the things he's predicted yeah. have come true. Like, he's the guy who predicted that um, a computer would beat somebody at chess. And he, oh. he predicted it like in the 60s. Everybody's like, that's ridiculous. That's never going to happen. And, you know. And then Deep Blue and Gary Kasparov, yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. Um, and some of the stuff this guy's predicted are starting to, like the idea that we won't own things anymore. Or the stuff that we own will be very limited. Like mm. I, like you own a hammer, right? Yeah. How often do you use it? I don't know. Once every couple of months. Right. I have, like we're, we're in my shop, so there's I have m- many, many hammers. You do. And I don't use them very often. But it's like, why would you own a hammer? That's silly. You could just go, hey, Amazon, I need a, I need a claw hammer. And you'd have a box where someone would deliver your hammer, you use it, and you put it back in the box. You don't have to clean it or anything. Like, the example he uses is, he uses the hammer as an example, but he also uses, like, a turkey fryer. So, like, how often would you use a turkey fryer? Maybe once a year. Why would you buy one? You could just rent one, and then you put it back. Don't even worry about cleaning it. You just put it in the bag for them to pick up, and they pick it up and clean it and all that stuff. Yeah. And you pay a nominal fee to, like, I don't know, 10 bucks to rent a turkey fryer. Yeah, well, I mean, I see two. I mean, I have separate problems with each of those examples. I mean, as a concept, it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, but usually when I need a hammer, like I need it like fairly quickly. Like I don't even like I don't know how long it would take to like, you know, to deliver one. Fair, and you could. I mean, you could still buy a hammer. I could, but yeah. But it's like it's like um, how you can rent bikes. All you know, most yeah, cities like, now you can rent a have, bike or a scooter. Yeah, in New Orleans they have the blue bikes. I don't know if they yeah. have something like that here. They they just added. Them. You, yeah, uh, and I I was like. They're never, who's going to use this in Baton Rouge? And I went downtown yesterday and I saw multiple people riding them around on these yeah. little rental bikes. And I was like, oh, well, I guess, you know, if it's available, people will use it. Yeah. Which really makes me wish they would update the mass transit 
for Baton Rouge because I would use mass transit. I like I would, using mass transit. Yeah, I would use mass transit in New Orleans a lot more too. Yeah. Um, like we're talking about going down to like a two car. No, we all have like a two car. There's only two of us. We have five cars. No, we have two cars. We're talking about going down to a one car family and like you know if like having reliable mass transit two places that we go would you know would slide that in you know in favor of that like very quickly. Um, the other thing, what was the other thing? Oh yeah, the turkey fryer thing. Mm-hmm. But like everybody needs turkey fryers about the same time though. Is the other thing. Yeah. Like there's like a time for turkey fryers, and that's like you know, over it overlaps with everybody. So, the world either needs like millions of turkey fryers or none, yeah. at any particular moment. It's not a perfect system. Also, no, not, I'm not saying it's, it's not, not a system that doesn't. It's also a system that doesn't exist yet. Yeah, but like how? I mean, I'm sure there's like lots of logistics when people were talking about. Oh, we need to get these like bikes that people are going to rent. And people are like, what are you going to do? And you know, there's lots of reasons for and against. But like. People fucking use them. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think there's, I think capitalism, the way it works right now, um, and like ownership and all these other things, there's a lot of things that go wrong with it. There's a whole just, you know, the, the, the wealth divide and, yeah. you know, it could work a lot better. Yeah. So, it's like if you're, you have a limited budget and you need a turkey fryer, huh, you totally ruin. Yeah. And then you have people that own a turkey fryer and you're like, oh, I can't believe this guy owns a turkey fryer. Why? <laughs> How do it's like, <laughs> but there are always going to be those people. Yeah. There's a guy in my office that had a Dodge Dually, like a Dodge Ram with, yeah, you know, with the, the, double the, the four wheels. wheels in the back. Yeah. It's for like hauling trailers and stuff or, or heavy towing. And he didn't do any towing. He just, he just thought it looked the, cool. Yeah. And he got one. I'm like, dude, what are you going to use that for? He's like, ah, it looks neat. It's like, oh, okay. So those people will always exist. Yeah. Those and they have always existed. Exist. Yeah. It's like guys that used to wear monocles. Dude, yeah. just get some glasses. Ah. All right. All right. I don't need to see out of one eye. I only need to see out of one eye in order to read this stuff, so... It goes well with my umbrella. A full pair of glasses. <laughs> my fine feathered finks. And one of the guys in my office referred to me as the penguin. He's like, we were, we were doing the thing... You know those conversations where you're like, if you were a Batman villain, who would you be? It happens. And my office mate was like, oh, yeah, you'd be the penguin. Like, fuck you. And he goes, he goes no, think about it. Like, you know, he's all about, like, plotting and... He doesn't really like, want to get in fights himself. He just kind of plans ahead, and you have like a lot of umbrellas. And I was like, I do, and I had four umbrellas in the car. <laughs> I was like, fair you, enough. You you pull out an umbrella earlier to get me from my car to the murder shop. Yeah, that was my uh, carport umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, fair witness, because I have the four in the car. I have two in my office. I have at least another two in the house. I have one outside the house, and I have one in here. I guarantee. Ooh. I do. It's a golf umbrella over there in the corner. Um, yeah, yep. So yeah, and he says, and you also have a fancy walk. And I was like, what? And I do. I walk weird. Like if I'm not wearing boots, if I'm wearing just regular shoes. I have mm. like kind of a hoppy walk that I guess could be penguiny. Hmm. You so, know, how it's an interesting walk. Have you seen Star Trek Discovery yet? I have not. I'm completely caught up on it. I watched the end of the second season. Saru, who is the character played by Doug Jones. Doug Jones, whom you may know as playing the body Any tall, of, lanky guy. Any tall, lanky guy in lots of makeup. Yeah. Abe Sapien, the aquatic guy from Shape of Water. He also played the uh, dude with the eyes in his hands. And, and uh, yeah, and Pan in Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. He played the fawn. Um, so, yeah. And some uh, one other... In Wreck, he was... Uh, R.E.C., he was the scary guy at the end. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but yes. It was a... It was a horror movie that was all shot from, uh, like... This, point of view? 
with a, like a handy, like a, a camera. Oh, a, st- a steady cam? Found footage. Hand, what do you call it? Hand cam? Hand yeah. Cam? It's like, it was like a found footage thing. And they, yeah. they did a Spanish version of it originally. And it was really, really good. And so they're like, we'll just do the same thing, but in English. And uh, it was not as good. Right. But in that version, it was Doug Jones at the end. Yeah. The scary guy. And anyway. they showed the last shot in the trailer. Oh. But the last shot did, of the film did, is this chick getting dragged into the dark. Oh. And that's what they had in the trailer. It was basically the whole trailer. You see this chick, and it's a night vision camera, and she yeah. can't you see, and you just see this guy come up behind her and then drag her off into the dark. And that, was the, that was the end of the movie. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It's like the, what was that movie? Not Mission to Mars. There was one, there was there were two Mars movies that came out. One was Red the Martian? Maybe, maybe it was Mission to Mars. Um, the one with uh, Gary Sinise. And, yes. Yeah. And things go awry. Yeah, and at the end, they're like, you know, the life on this planet started from Mars, basically. And that's like something you learn in the last ten minutes of the film. But that was in the trailer. <laughs> you like, you know. But anyway, Doug Jones on Star Trek Discovery, his character, Saru, who is an alien with lots of makeup, yeah. walks in a very swishy, elegant fashion. And it's just like, just, and no one ever calls attention to it. It's just the way he walks. And like, Jane is always like, oh, I love the way he walks. He walks like the, uh, in Mars Attacks, when the alien is dressed like the lady. Oh, yeah. And she just kind of like, do, 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 like as she's walking. Yeah. Looks like she's underwater. Well, she's kind of swimming. Yeah. Like chewing gum. Walking, like. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Hmm. Anyway, I recommend Star Trek Discovery. It's a different kind of Star Trek, but it's cool. Noted. Noted. I don't know if, I mean, I don't know how much CBS All Access costs because I didn't pay for it. But um, it's probably worth it. Well, I'm going to get Disney <laughs> Plus because yes. it includes Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. And it's, it's Hulu. Oh, because it's like thirteen ninety five. I think is Hulu owned by Disney. I guess that explains why all the ABC things are on there. Yeah, but like I already paid for Hulu, and what's another? It's like a couple coffees for all this other stuff. It's how much? It's like I think thirteen ninety five for Disney Plus, but Disney Plus includes Hulu and ESPN. Right, and I already yeah, I'm playing for I'm paying for Hulu right now. So yeah, although they did drop. They dropped the price of Hulu a few months back. Because Netflix know? upped their price. Yeah. And Hulu was like middle finger, and they dropped theirs. Yeah. They went from like seven ninety nine to five ninety nine. I was uh-huh. like, oh, shit, yeah, motherfucker. And it's because Disney Plus is going to include Hulu anyway. Yeah. So, might as well. Might as well switch. It's a genius move. Yeah. Because I was iffy. I was, I'm like, I have enough streaming services. I don't need to pay for another one. And Disney's like, oh, hey, here's the trailer for Mandalorian, and plus all these new Marvel shows. Um because I, I could give a fuck about watching all the old Disney cartoons again. Like, whatever. I saw them. I'm good. Yeah. But they're like, here's a reason. Here's the incentive. Plus, I'm kind of into basketball now. Like, Norch Madness <laughs> really got me into, like, watching basketball. And I, I, I'm in it. Like, so I wouldn't mind watching the whole NBA season. So if I've got ESPN anyway, thanks. All I, all I, whenever I watch basketball, all I hear is the squeaks of the tennis shoes on the... It's a big part of it. On the court. <laughs> the squeaky squeaks. It's squeaky squeaks. Squeaky squeaky squeak. Squeak squeak. Squeak squeak. Squeak squeakerson. Squeaky squeak squeak. You speak mouse? <laughs> uh, squirrel, eh? It is squirrel, yes. Yeah. You're racist. My mice, bad. mice and squirrels don't speak the same language. What do you think? We're all the same? We all speak rodent? You think that? I don't know. I'm, I'm getting mad. Uh, and with that, I'm Nick Moore. I'm James Brown. And I'm Nick Moore. You have been dorked. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, James. Yeah. Always I, good to have you in always, the murder shop. Yeah, it's cool. I still recommend uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters, out on video now. Um, and I have listened to that song by the guy, System of a Down, lead singer guy. The, Godzilla, the version of Godzilla that he did for the movie. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, no. 
There goes Tokyo, go, go, Godzilla. I probably listened to that about 50 times in the last week. But yeah, it's it's a good movie. It's a crack a crap movie. It's 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. Especially the scene with Rodan, when he comes up to the volcano and starts taking out planes. That's all that matters. Yeah. And you're just like, yes, this is what I want. Feed yes. me this the is things it. I this want. This is exactly what I want. Give Fuck me the, the plot. Yeah. It just, this part doesn't make sense. Who gives a shit? This is this is only happening so that we can see monsters fighting. <laughs> like I watch all those Godzilla movies on USA, on uh, Captain USA's Groovy movies. Did you, did you ever watch that? Uh, yeah. He was this weirdo host that always is eating hog head cheese. Yeah. And they, it was literally a hog's head that he would like cut pieces off of. He's <laughs> like, ah, hog head. He was, it was a weird concept. Um. But he would show, like, on Saturday, you could just pop on, and for like five hours, he just had the block. Yeah. And it was just weird B-movies. And so I remember watching all the Godzilla movies. I can't tell you the fucking plot. I remember the little teeny tiny ladies that worshipped the giant Mother. egg. You know, they made Martha come out. And I was disappointed that they weren't going to be in the new film. There's a reference. There's a reference. Yeah. But I saw that. So it's like, <laughs> do they, they have little tiny ladies? No. But they perfect. Um... So, yeah, folks, uh, we'll catch you later. Yeah. Adios. Dork. <laughs> <laughs>